Christ, we greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Shall we bow our heads and close our eyes? Gracious Heavenly Father, we are just about to read from the Holy Bible. Lord, we know that we must never read it without speaking to you first, dear God. And Heavenly Father, we have come this morning with great expectations. And our expectation is not that we should just say, see one another and just get uh, along with one another we realize it's not a social gathering but it is a supernatural gathering especially in this late hour dear God help us to be more sincere with your word and Lord where we short of your glory may you be glorious to us and may you be merciful to us dear God forgive our imperfections as we commit ourselves to you and commit the reading of the way to you, circumcise my lips. And as you circumcise my lips, you circumcise their ears so that the God, you should come and speak and have the preeminency among your people, dear God. At this point in time, we bind every spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we just want to say to the David, May he move away from this place. If there is somebody that is sick, may you heal them. If there is somebody that is weary, may you rejuvenate them. If there is somebody that is about to give up, dear God, may you restore their hope, dear God. If the devil has stolen joy from somebody, may there be the restoration of joy this morning so that when we live at this place, dear God, we should all individually be revived and everyone can attest and say, God spoke to my heart as we commit everything to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Without waste of time, let us turn to our Bibles. Amen. We will read from the book of Exodus 23. Exodus 23, verse 20 to 22. Exodus 23, verse 20 to 22. He found it written this manner. Behold, I sent an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. If thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies, an adversary unto thine adversaries. Amen. Revelation 2, verse 17. Revelation 2, verse 17. 
he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving him that receiveth it. Amen. As you take your seats. Amen. I'm not sure whether I've greeted you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. It's good to see all of you this morning. Amen. I just want to take a couple of minutes and speak on the mystery of the name. Amen. The mystery of the name. That's what I just want us to speak on. Uh, And the reason I wanted to speak about this, maybe just to bring you up to speed, Uh, maybe if your name is Joseph Peterson, the Peterson could be a family name, and Joseph could be a name that you were given by your family. Isn't it so? Amen. So it doesn't mean that God called you Joseph. Are we together? Before you were called to Joseph, God knew you. Amen. And if he knew you, my question would be, when he called you, what name did he use? Are you here this morning, folks? Amen. So that is what uh, we want to, to zoom in and say, what is your name? Amen. And a lot of times they normally say, if they ask you and say, what is your Christian name? Some of you may say James, John, Peter. But uh, I want to say that may not necessarily be your Christian name. It's just the family. It's just that when you arrived in your family, they desired you to have this name and called you that name. But my Bible says, Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, Before you were given the name Jeremiah, I knew you. And my question is, in what name did God know Jeremiah? Are you here, folks? Amen. I hope you are with me this morning. So we will be looking into that, but I've come to realize you cannot know... You know, no wonder Brother Branham says Christ in you makes him the center of revelation. You know why? It's because the more, the more you try to know Christ, the better you know yourself. Are you, are, you, are you with me? So that means if you don't know Christ, you will never know yourself. Are we together? Because my prophet says the bride, her identity is found in Christ. So that means you have not come, you don't know your identity till you come to Christ. Christ has got your identity. Amen. Now, for me to trace the name, I said to maybe it's best that we trace the name of the Lord, and the name of the Lord will lead us to our names. Uh, Isn't it so, folks? And I thought when you read in this Bible or in this scripture, Behold, I send an angel before thee, 
to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Maybe the first question that we need to ask ourselves, who is this angel? Ah, Hallelujah. Who is this angel? This angel is not just an ordinary angel. Because he will keep you in the way. He will bring you into the place which the Lord has prepared. Beware of him. Obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions. And right there, you are beginning to see the characteristics of this angel. He can forgive sins. And there is only one person that can forgive sins. Are we together? And that is why I have said many a times to you, brethren, that uh, you, you, and you will see when we speak about the name, the name of the Lord is beyond just the utterance of alpha, alphabets. And your spiritual name is not just the combination of alba, alphabets. It's much higher than that. Are, are we together? But he says, for my name is in him, not on him, in him. So that means if the name is in him, the name was placed in him. And my question is, what type of a name can be placed in a person? Not on a person, but in a person. Are we together? And if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thy enemies. But in the Old Testament, when you go throughout the Old Testament, we know that uh, the Hebrew name for the Lord is Yahweh. Are we together? That is how he was addressed throughout the Bible at some point in time. Uh, he called himself Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Manasseh, Jehovah Jireh, all those uh, seven compounds of Jehovah. Are we together? But later, Brother Brenham says, you cannot baptize a person in the name of Jehovah Jireh. Are we together? Because that is not a name, that is a title. Are we together? Uh, you. But we'll come to that. Now, when you go and find when Jacob uh, was about to, to meet Esau, he met a man or an angel that he wrestled with until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, then he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of a joint as he wrestled with him. But right there, he said, let me go. The angel said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not, I'm reading in Genesis 32, verse 24 or 26. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. He said unto him, what is thy name? He, he was curious to know, what is the name of this angel? He said, he said Jacob, he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. Hallelujah. This is Jacob wanting to know the name of the angel, but then the angel turns around and changes the name of Jacob from Jacob to Israel. Are we together? 
And brother Brenham, and, and maybe just before I get ahead of myself, the parents must remember the, the every name has got a nature and has got an impact upon the person that the name is given upon. Uh, and as Christians, we need not just to say, because grandfather, grandfather's name was so and so, so I shall decide to give my son this name. Are we together? Yeah. Uh, you've got to check the meaning. I mean, if your grandfather was Cain and you came into the message, you cannot call your child Cain. Uh, are we together? Yeah. And some of us, our names reflected the lack of revelation that our parents had. Are we together? And when we become the message people, how we name our people has got to be different from the way our parents named us before we came into the message. And actually, I'm going to take it further. If certain names are not right, you have got the responsibility as an individual to visit home affairs and say, this name is not in line with my conviction. I need this name to be taken out of my ID. It is much an easier process to do that. Am I talking to message believers this morning? Uh, And especially African names have got very... uh, I can come there. Are we together? Maybe there was that... I mean, a person, you find that a a parent's name, name a child, Mlai, which means murderer. Oh yes, we've got such names. Uh, it just it just puzzles me. How do we receive a bundle of joy and call that bundle of joy that name? And a lot of times in African within African names, names are linked to the events in the family. Yeah. If there is a death in the family, then they would name a child Selomin, the one crying. But uh, are you expecting your child to cry throughout his life? Are you here, folks? I'm simply saying, when we come into the message, and after under the revelation of the hour, and even white names, Ricky, Ricky is the most horrible name, which means a rat. How do you call your child a rat? Are we together? I'm simply saying, once you have received the revelation of the hour, there's a lot that has got to change in your environment. Are you still with me? Brother Brenham says, I'm going to return back to that one of Jacob. Brother Brenham says in this message, God's gifts always find their place. Paragraph 45, he says, many times names are in the Bible. You have often had me scorn this name of children calling or people calling their name Ricky. Ricky is a horrible name. You mustn't call them that. If you've got a child named Ricky, for goodness sake, change it to something else. Or Elvis. Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm visiting your corner. If you've got a person or a child that you have named Elvis, you've got to name, change the name of your child. How, maybe before I start, maybe I can do a, a simple poll. How many people, when they came into the message, they had names before they came into the message, and as soon as they came into the message, they were ashamed of the names that they were given? None. 
There is Sister Bianca. Anyone else? I want to ask you. There is Sister Angela. Oh, you others, you are sorted. God bless you. <laughs> Looks like your parents were far ahead of their time. Amen. And those that uh, my advice is that if your name, you feel a discomfort around your name, you've got to change. Don't just change it based on how people call you. Uh, it's a simple process to change your name with the home affairs as well. Do de- disassociate yourself from that name because a name sometimes carries a demonic power. Certain things we say, we say are generational cases, but it's because we inherit names that are not godly, and we pass those names on to our children. And demons that used to bother the people that bore those names now are bothering our children. Are we together? Do you see why being a believer, there is a lot that it takes to be a believer? God bless you. But let me continue here. Brother Bram says, Ricky means a rat. What you call a person that impress that, that means there's a nature that is impressed on that person based on that name. A little lady the other day had just uh, had a little boy out there and called him Ricky. His name is Ricky, James Ricky. Because it was a popular name, they called him Ricky. I said, change that name. I noticed some people sitting right here that has got a little grandson. His name, one, one little uh, boy who's sweet, pleasant little fellow. The other one is Ricky. That's what he is. You just watch him. His nature, just like that. I said some of, to, to some of his grandparents or someone, I said, tell the mother to change the name of that boy. Just change that name over and watch what happens to the kid. I, I, Brother Brum said, we don't need to pray for the kid. All we've got to do, change the name of the kid and watch what happens to the kid. See, you people don't want to believe that. Maybe it might be the case even this morning. We think we've lived too long for that. But if there is something, if there isn't something in a name, then why as long as Jacob was called Jacob, which means supplanter, deceiver, that's what he was. As long as he called himself Jacob, he behaved as a deceiver and a supplanter. Are we together? But when he wrestled with the Lord all night, the Lord changed his name. He was about 60 years old. He changed his name from Jacob to Israel, which means a prince before God. That's what he was. Are we together? Why Abraham? He was called Abraham. But when God called him Abraham before the body could be the baby could be born, why was Sarai called Sarah, Sarah Sarai before she was called Sarah before the baby could be born? What about Saul? When he met Jesus, he changed from Paul from Saul to 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 to, to Paul. Are we together? Yes, uh, hallelujah! When Simon was changed from Simon to Peter, which means a little stone. All their names were changed is because what you are called is something about it. When you speak something, it identifies itself. 
Are we together? Amen. The same with the name. So that why I wanted to, before I get into the name, that if you have given your child a name that they shouldn't be given, you need to take it away from that child. Are we together? Amen. And give the child a new name. But right here, well, going back to my subject, I said uh, there's always been curiosity throughout the Old Testament about the name of the Lord. And we find out that when Jacob met this angel, he asked him, what is thy name? And instead of him telling Jacob his name, he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and has revealed has prevailed. Jacob asked again and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. He said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. So that means he knew that he had a supernatural encounter with God. But he kept on inquiring, what is your name? Are we together? Now, coming to the book of Exodus, when God commissioned Moses as well, and saw the burning bush, Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, which means in Hebrew, Yahweh. He said, thou shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And God said, moreover unto Moses, thou shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is my name forever. This is my memorial unto all generations. Are we together? But why do we have to know what is the name? Because Proverbs 18 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. And if you don't know what is the name of the Lord, how are you going to be able to run into the name of the Lord? And how are you going to be saved? Are we together? And I'm, I know some people are really thinking that the name of the Lord is very easy. This is his name. We are going to get into the nitty gritties of it. Amen. Now, when David approached the Philistines, I'm just summarizing incidences where the name of the Lord was mentioned in the Old Testament. He said to the Philistine, which was the Goliath, Thou comest to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. But still, when you go and check, David doesn't mention what na that name is. Are we together? But we, we need to check what type of a name was placed in this angel. Because if we don't know what name was placed in this angel, because furthermore the Lord says, you shall not worship God at any of the gates, but you shall worship God at the gates where I shall place my name. Are we together? So you will find there will be different places of worship with different names, but there's only one name that God shall place upon a place and when you see that name upon that place, you will know that this God's provided place for worship. Are we together? Amen. 
I hope you are with me here. And then it will bring us where you know yourself. The scripture that I want us to read in Matthew chapter 1, verse 20. Matthew 1, found if you can say amen or is there on the screen. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Are we together? A lot of times we would want to think that the Holy Ghost came after the resurrection. But the Bible says even before the birth of Jesus, the Holy Ghost was there. Are you here, believers? Now, she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Not not just because he shall just, just be called Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. And that is the reason why he is being called Jesus. Not not save people, not all of us, we are not born righteous. There is a man that was born, and he was given the name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And Brother Brandon comes, he says that Jesus is the human name of God. Are you here, church? But but, why? My question is, the angel never said you shall name his name the Lord Jesus Christ. He just said you shall name his name Jesus. And my question would be, what happens to the component Christ? Then we need to ask, what is Christ? It means the anointed one. Are we together? As long as the body was not yet anointed, the body was Jesus. But as soon as the body was anointed, the body was called Jesus Christ. Who do men say I am? The question was not asked before Jordan. It was asked after Jordan, after the Holy Spirit had come to indwell him. Hallelujah. And while I did, I did not say the Father, I understood what I meant. Because the Holy Ghost and the Father is the same person. Are we together? And after the Father indwelt him and said, This is my Son in whom I'm pleased to dwell in. Right there, thereafter, say, Who do men say I am? Then Peter does not say, Your name is Jesus. He said, Thou art Christ. The Son of the living God. What was Peter saying? Peter was saying, The body is now anointed. Are you here, folks? Jesus was the human part, but Christ was the eternal part. I hope we are together here. Now he says, Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the by the prophet, saying, Behold, a vision shall conceive, a vision shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which me, which being interpreted is God with us. Are you, are you still with me? Amen. 
Now, the Bible furthermore says here in Acts 4, 12. If you can find it for me, brother. Acts 4, 12. Is it there? It says, Neither is there salvation in any other name. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Are you here, folks? Leave it as it is. Or continue in the next verse. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. But the Bible says, if you go back to verse 12, it simply says there is no name given under the heavens whereby people can be saved except one name that we are going to declare this morning. But another thing that I want to say It does not mean that every person that can say, in the name of Jesus Christ, things will happen. It takes more than the pronouncement of the name. The power is not in the pronouncement. But we will find out because if he says, I have placed my name in the angel, it means that he did not just take the capital letters and put them in the angel. It means the character, the nature, the attitude went with the name. Are you here, folks? So it means when the devil comes to you uh, and you say, in the name of Jesus Christ, it will be like the, what happened to the sons of Seva where they came and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? But were they not calling out the name of Jesus? They were calling out the name of Jesus, but the attitude was not right. The character was not right. Are we together? So before you call that name, you've got to have the attributes that go with the name. Are you with me, folks? Now the Bible says, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his name from their sins. Now as soon as the child was born, the child was given the name Jesus. And the child grew up by that name called Jesus. But later, after River Jordan, John sees the one coming out of the, or the, 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 the spirit descending as a dove coming upon the child. And from that child, the child is now being referred to as Christ. Are you here, church? Now, later, then how did he become Lord? After the resurrection, all authority was given unto him. Hallelujah. That means the child that was born, whose name was Jesus, and was anointed, then he assumed lordship over his people. And you can never be a believer till you acknowledge him as the Lord of Lords. You can never be a believer till you acknowledge him as the King of Kings. And the Bible says, at this name, every knee shall bow. What does it mean? Whether it's a Congolese knees, whether it's Shangani knees, whether it's Italian knees, but every knee shall bow. Amen. 
They may not be bowing now, but at the right time, every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that he is the Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings. Are we together? But I'm coming to you and say, you, what is your name? How were you called when you came into the message? And if your name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life before the foundation of the world, what name was written in that book? Because if you've got a name, maybe uh, James, God did not call, God does not have a big book where he went and wrote to James. James is your earthly name. But what was your name before you assumed your earthly identity? What is your heavenly identity? And in what way did God write your name in the Lamb's Book of Life? And let me tell you something. How your name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life, there will never be a case of mistaken identity. There will never be somebody that comes into the kingdom of God and God says, oh, their name is not in the book. But as long as they came, shame, they believe the message. It does not work like that. Those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, they will come. No matter where they are. And as long as they have not come, God's redemption is not complete. Are we together? And furthermore, those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life shall never be deceived. But if you are James, how many James are across the globe? If you are Peter, how many Peters are across the globe? Hallelujah. Then we need to check what was your name. Brother Brenham says, or maybe let's go back to the Revelation chapter 2, verse 17. It says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Are we together? Do we have it on the screen? The Spirit is saying something to the churches. And you've got to have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. And before you can even make the initial move, you've got to have the ability to listen to what the Spirit is saying. To him, that is what the Spirit is saying, to him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the hidden manna. So hidden manna is not for the people that are defeated. Hidden manna are the people for the overcomers. And who do you need to overcome? Which is the greatest enemy that you must overcome? Yourself. Are we together? So that means those that will overcome themselves which means they will overcome their original nature. Hallelujah. The very people that will overcome that, then they will have an access to a hidden man. And if you remember how the tabernacle was like, there was a manna that fell outside, and it was for everybody. But that manna went stayed. But the manna that was there in the presence of the Shekinah glory, it was fresher daily. But the Bible is making a promise that he that overcometh will have an access to go into the presence of the Shekinah glory and eat the hidden manna. And that hidden manna will make you an overcomer. And that hidden manna will never go stale. And as I often say, some people have got spoken with, but the spoken words have gone stale. 
but some people have got the same spoken way. They are fresher every day. The problem is not the spoken way. The problem is the geography where you interact with the spoken way. Those that interact with the spoken way in the presence of the Shekinah glory, the way it gets fresher daily. Are you here, believers? And we'll give him a white stone. What is the white stone? Who do men say I am? Hallelujah. Some say you are Elijah, some say you are Elias, but who do you say I am? Peter says, thou art Christ, the son of the living God. Upon this rock, a rock is not a stone, Upon this revelation, a stone in the Bible means a revelation. Why is it a white stone? It means a white means purity. It will be a pure revelation that a believer will get. Are you here, believers? But firstly, you need to overcome. And after you have overcome, you need to eat from in the presence of the Shekinah glory. And after you are eating from the presence of the Shekinah glory, God gives you a white stone. What is the white stone? The white stone is the revealed word of your hour. Throughout the ages, the elected were given the white stone. Do you want me to take it further? The vision of Junior Jackson. Brother Bram said they must look inside the pyramid. There is a white stone which was not written on. And as they were looking there, some got impatient because he went westward without giving the interpretation and he disappeared. But after a while, some people got impatient and said, why are we just looking at a white stone which, which has got nothing written on? And they started disappearing. Actually, the vision said they started going back to their churches. Do you begin to see people going back to their churches? And what is that white stone? The white stone is the seventh seal. Nothing was spoken about it, but the believers will wait there and watch that white stone. At the right time, the thunders brought the revelation of what the white stone message was all about. But why? It takes patience to wait upon the promises of God and say, I may not understand what the messenger said, but I believe what he said, and I will not move until such time God brings the revelation. Why are we waiting and looking at the white stone? There is a promise. Within a white stone, there is a new name. I hope we are together here. And a white stone. And in the white stone, a new name written. You can never get to the, white, to the name written. The name, your name is written in the revelation of the message of your hour. Which no man knoweth, saving him that receiveth it. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's continue here. Brother Brenham speaks about something here that I would want to get onto. How were you called? You as a believer. Brother Brenham says in the question and answers on the seals, he says, paragraph 114, nothing will be saved 
or no one will be saved. Only those whose names were put on the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world, both Jews and Gentiles. That's all. And he says the book, which is the book of, uh, of redemption, holds the mystery. And the book is unfolding it now. Not each one's name, but what the mystery of the book is while it's calling those names. My question is, how are those names written? Hallelujah. And what is this book? Amen. Brother Brendan continues. He says, because he says the book holds the mystery. Isn't it so? He, then he comes. He says, in this message, is this the sign of the end time? He says, the, here is the mystery. A mystery is a scripture, which is a previously hidden truth, now divinely revealed, but which is, which is a supernatural element still remains despite the revelation. I'm going to demonstrate that. Maybe bring Malachi 4, verse 5 and 6 on the screen. Malachi 4, 5 and 6. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. That's the scripture. Are we together? How many believe that this scripture is the truth? But, uh, but throughout, leave it as it is, throughout the seven church ages, people had that scripture or that prophecy of Malachi 4. Are, are you still with me? But it was hidden. They read it, they went over it. But it did not omit the fact that the scripture was the truth. But at the end time, hallelujah, a hidden, a previously hidden truth was now divinely revealed. So that means in the end time, revelation of this scripture was transmitted. A man stood on the podium and began to tell us about this scripture. And as he was telling us about this scripture, he was revealing the mystery truth that was hidden in the scripture. And how many people heard him speak about the scripture? Many people heard him preach about that. But however, some saw the fulfillment of the scripture and embraced the scripture and saw the embodiment of the scripture while others walked away. Those that walked away, they didn't just walk away, they believed that there was something about this man, but they couldn't comprehend it, or they couldn't stay with it much longer. My question is that between those that left, and those that remain, why are the others remain while others left? 
and I can bring it even to the why are others living while others are remaining? It is because although the scripture has got the truth that was previously hidden and is now divinely revealed, but there is supernatural element remains despite the revelation. And what brings the people and what settles the people is the supernatural element of the scripture. Are you with me? I hope you are with me. Brother Bram says in this message, question and answers, paragraph 22, he says, this is the negative, what you are looking at now. The negative part of life is where you are living now. And anything, if there is a negative, there's got to be positive before there can be negative. There's got to be a life before there's this life. There's got to be a body before there is this body. Are you a church? Therefore, if this is the negative, there's got to be positive somewhere. This aren't the real thing. This is only a foreshadow of the real thing that is to come. Now, do you get it? He says, I don't care what they would do, do with you. They cannot destroy that profile. What is a profile? A profile, when you go into the dictionary, it says it is the characteristics of a person. And Brother Branham says, no matter what they will do to you, they cannot destroy your profile. What does it mean? It means there is a certain characteristics that you possess. That death cannot destroy. It means there are certain characteristics that you possess, that you possess even before birth took place. I don't know whether we're together. He says they cannot destroy that profile. That picture in God's great gallery up there, it cannot be destroyed. It's in heaven. You could be bend, you could be you could bend it up, feed it to the lion, do any way any way you want to. It will come forth again, just as sure as two plus two is four, just as God spoke it. Are you here, folks? That means, and my question is, when He called you, how did He call you? How did you respond? To the call of God. Are you still with me? Amen. Just looking for one quote so that we can get going. Amen. Brother Brenham speaks about page six. Amen. He speaks about, he says, when you were called, your name was not called Norman or Omen Neville. It was not called Levi. He says what happened, the mystery opened up. And after the mystery opened up, then you responded to the opening of the mystery. Are you here, folks? So that means your name, how it was written in the Lamb's Book of Life, 
it was not capital letters or alphabet. What it simply means is that if the Bible says, when John looked, when no one was worthy to take the book, it says, as soon as he looked, then the seals were opened. Brother Brennan says, John broke into another dimension or broke into another, into a vision. Then he saw his name. And Brother Brenham goes further to mention the name that John saw. He says he did not see the alphabet. He says he saw another being. What did John see? John saw the original profile. So that means you coming into the message. God didn't have to stand there and say, Mary, come. Actually, God had your theophany. And your theophany pulled your terrestrial body. Because your theophany is your original profile. Your theophany can never be destroyed by death. Your theophany was never born. And at the right time, there was an alignment between your theophany and your terrestrial body. And here you are this morning. And that's why I can say, you were not called by a man. Because a man has got no ability to bring your theophany in alignment with your terrestrial body, to bring your terrestrial body under the subjection of that theophany. What is your new name? Your new name is a spiritual body. And that is why many people would come and hear the message, love and admire the message, but they will never respond to the call of God. Don't blame them, folks. They've got nothing within them to respond to the call of God. But I can tell you, they can sit and hear messages, read books and read tape. But I can tell you, those that are predestinated, as soon as they walk and come in contact with the message of the hour, something within the inside of the inside moves. Is not the preacher moving it? Is not the church moving it? It is the supernatural element. Are you here, folks? Why are you here this morning? You would have never designed in your wildest imagination that in a country where there are 400 million people in America, a man will come from a poor background with no resources and has a message for the day. And during that time, did not have the means to get the message out. But he said, let me just put this in the, in the form of newspapers, referring to the spoken way. But he says, the people in the tableland, they will hear and they will respond. The people in the tableland, where is the tableland? I was in the tableland. I was not in Brenham meetings, but I was in the tableland. And he said, this message will get into the hands of the predestinated ones. And I'm saying, why did the message bypass the people in order to come to me? Their names were not in the Lamb's book of life. Oh, the message was on a car on an aeroplane. The pilot never got to know that there is a message on the land. Hallelujah. The flight attendant never got to know what was in the cargo. The airport manager never got to know what was in the cargo. In the village, the king never got to know what was in the cargo. But myself, by the glory of God, myself, by the grace of God, it came my way. 
I was chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. And my name is not James. My name is my theophany. I'm here, folks. And this morning, there is a call of God that has been made. Are you here, church? It bypassed the dignitaries. It bypassed the clergy. It bypassed and came on your doorstep. What makes you special? And you know why? After the message came, we remained. There's a noise going around against the message. But you know why? When you are outside the tabernacle, you hear the noise. You hear the camels going up and down. You hear the sound of cows. But when you were right in the presence of the Shekinah glory, there is a curtain that closed behind. And there are believers this morning who have gone into the third court and the curtain has closed behind them. Hallelujah. Google cannot reach them. Critics on the internet cannot reach them. Why? They are shut in with Christ. Hallelujah. And right there, when you are in there, you are the ones that see this manna. I ate this manna yesterday, but it is fresher today. And you say, I don't care what is happening out there. Let them tell me the scientific formula of why this manna never goes stained. Are you here, folks? Why, my brother, I've been in this message for the past 35 years and I still get refreshed when I read this book. What is the scientific formula? Oh, this man never went to school. But how come he speaks precisely about the things that are taking place in my time that the saints never saw during their time? You are right there. And as now you partake from this manna, as you partake, then you get to the white stone. As you eat the message, you get to the revelation. As you get the revelation, you get your name. And as you get your name, no one can call you out. You can't call me out because you don't know me better than what my parents knew. But there's somebody that knows me better than my parents. Hallelujah. And the more you eat, you get revelation. And the more you get the revelation, the more you get to the name. And say, that's my name. That's my divine, that's my Christian name. Not Peter, but the divine nature that was loved in God has now been transferred and imparted into the heart of the believer. And now you no longer have the nature of your parents. You have a divine nature. What is your new name? Your new name is a nature. Every time something happened in the Bible, God brought a name. When he was born, his name is Jesus. When he enjoyed the flesh, Christ. When he overcame the trinity of the table, Lord. And Peter caught it and said, now we need to baptize in the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ. 
You know the name of only Jesus. There are so many Jesuses these days. We need the anointed one. We need the one that has got lordship of us. When you pronounce that name and say the Lord, you say, this is the name under which I've surrendered my life. This is the name that assumes lordship over my life. I gave up my willpower. I gave up my habits in order to surrender myself to the name. And once you have done that, that name has got power when it is pronounced by you as a person. And at this point in time, when you are the right person, and you say, in the name of Jesus Christ, it breaks every table's chain. Are you, are you still wondering? It, it makes cancer to disappear. Yes, it makes HIV to disappear. Somebody say amen, but no. Go, I'm the Lord, thy God. That healed me. Not some of your diseases. All. Can the church say all? All. Sugar diabetes, all. Cancer, all. All thy diseases. In the name of Jesus Christ. Says every knee shall bow. I say every demon shall bow. I say every devil shall bow. Why? The same angel that went before Moses, in whose name, in, in whom God placed his name, that angel led them out of Egypt and made them to arrive in Canaan. And in our time, the prophet of God says, there is an angel in our midst. I'm waiting for him. Then later he says, let's sing only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. And while they are singing, say, hold on. He's here. Which angel? The same one that Moses saw. He's here in the end time. I'm saying he's here this morning. The name of the Lord. When it's connected to the angel of the Lord, nothing shall stand before your prayer. Are you still with me? How many glad are glad that there was an original prophet in heaven? Amen. And I think we have, we, have, we have spoken about this, but I think I should revisit it because it blessed me when Brother Steve spoke about it. How a head of lions were together. And just one, two lions looked at each other and said, It's time for us to get into the ark. two lizards were crawling among many lizards. But one lizard, two lizards, Amen. the message has been revealed. And they crawled in the ark. Spades were there, flying. Two birds detoured and flew into the ark. Camels were following each other. Two camels detoured. What was the pool in the ark? 
the supernatural element. Congolese were working together in their millions, fewer taught. South Africans were working in numbers, fewer taught. Why? Because there is a pool in the ark. And I'm saying, David, I did not bring me in the message. I did not bring myself in the message. And as a matter of fact, I will never take myself out of the message. Because I don't know what brought me. It is a supernatural power. The devil will never take me out. I am in the act to stay. Are you here, folks? I am in the act to stay. That hear the spirit, receive the stone, and within the white stone, new names are written. No one knows except the one that receives it. Are you not amazed? After you received the message, and maybe one of the few things that you received, it was the mystery of the baptism. You looked and said, ah, in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, the Bible says, in the name of the Lord. You got excited and went to your pastor and said, Pastor, because you thought it was common sense. Sometimes when you are immersed in revelation, you will end up thinking that it's common sense. No, 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 it's not common sense. If it was common sense, we would have better people that have got say. It does not go by common sense. It goes by revelation and predestination based on foreknowledge. Amen. Then he went to the priest and priest. It's like that little eaglet that went to Mama Eagle, Mama Chicken. Say, Mama, what troubled the eaglet? It was the nature that was in the eaglet, despite being identified as a chicken. What made you restless? It was the divine nature, your original profile, despite the sinful environment that you find yourself in. I mean, who taught the eaglet that you, you don't need to scratch the ground, you can eat fresh meat? There was no shooter, but the, all that the eaglet needed was already in the eaglet. The potential of the eaglet was already in the eaglet. And went to Mama Chicken and said, this morning, Mama Chicken, I feel, I feel that I shouldn't scratch the ground. I feel like we can eat fresh meat. The, eaglet must have, the chicken must have looked at the eaglet and said, what type of gospel is this? Yeah. I'm sure she must have said, are you planning to eat one of my children? <laughs> and the next day, the eaglet came and said, but me this today, I don't feel like we should spend the time on the ground. I feel like maybe we should just go and come closer to the clouds. The longest flight that a chicken has ever flown, it was more, more than three minutes. 
And the mother chicken must have looked and said, no, 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 no. You are a weird child. Our pastor never flew there. The founder of our church never flew there. I as well can never fly there. We are, we are fine. We are settled on the ground. But the nature of the eaglet traveled to the eaglet. I said, but me, I don't feel like I could be here. Until one day, the mother eagle remembered the original prophets and went around down the valleys, up the mountain. All the mother eagle was doing, she was transmitting her nature on the ground, knowing that this nature, if it is down there, it will respond to my nature. No quotation, no scripture, but flying all over. Until the eaglet was there in the chicken barn, Banyard looked and saw another being up there. Something said, I as well can get to those eyes. How did the mother eagle call the eaglet? It was nature calling to nature. How did God call you? It was God in his nature calling unto you because there was a divine nature buried inside of you. Uh, I, I can imagine the eagle that must have turned to the mother chicken and say, we are done. I'm leaving. Oh God, higher ground. Place me on higher ground. I'm going and right there said to the mother eagle, our, and because the cry was a familiar cry. But remember, the eagle had never met the eagle in this natural line. The eagle had left in an egg. The eagle had never heard the eagle's cry. But there was something in the nature of the eagle to respond to the cry of the mother eagle. I was not a church person, but inside of me, there was the ability to hear the call of God. And the mother eagle said, my son, come up hither. How shall I come? Just spread your wings. I can imagine the eagle and mother spread the first one. And mother lifted up gently in the air. And said, goodness, this thing is working. And must have lifted another one. And it got lifted up. And said, let me flip. And it started moving. Hallelujah. The second church with this pastor, they were looking. And the eagle was taking off. The eagle was taking off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was a time when you were in your church. You went to the pastor and said, pastor, things are not right. We cannot eat communion during daytime. It's not a breakfast, it's a Lord's supper. And the pastor said, we have always done it like that. But something says it's not right. You went to the pastor and said, pastor, yes, women can preach, but the Bible does not allow that. But one day, while you had these questions, the eagle, the prophet, Flew around the world seven times until he came across your view. 
took off. Yes. Now we are at a higher altitude. Down there, other birds are making noise. Believe the sign noise. All these people that are criticizing the prophet down there. But you say, goodness, should I go down there? I'm fine. I'm enjoying the altitude. Let me go above the clouds. Why? You have come in contact with your original nature. And when you come in contact with your original nature, that's your name. Brenham says, let's read Revelation 19. Revelation 19, verse 11. I saw heaven open and behold a white horse. White horse, it doesn't refer to a beast with four legs. Power. Amen. And on this one, remember there's a white horse rider which was the devil coming with deception. But this is the real stuff. And behold, a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness, he does judge and make war. Amen. Verse 12. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. I told you, the name refers to the nature. No nature that any man knew except but himself. Let's dating. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. What is the Word of God? Logos. In the beginning was the weight. The weight was with God and the weight was God. That same weight is coming back in Revelation chapter 19. They are going somewhere for the battle of Armageddon. Verse 14. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. I'm part of that army. Remember, Brother Abraham says the church goes up in Revelation chapter 4 and returns in Revelation chapter 19 for the battle of Armageddon. Hallelujah. The same camels, the same beast that Rebecca watered is the same beast that took him to meet Isaac. The same power that we are watering will take us into the rapture and will bring us down to go and fight in the battle of Armageddon. What is the battle of Armageddon? That is the, the, the final showdown. 
Hallelujah. While God is calling, brother, I'm saying, while God is calling the armies from the four corners of heaven, the devil is calling his troops from the four corners of the earth for the final showdown. Let's continue. And out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and breath of Almighty God. Verse 16. He hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings, Lord of lords. This is our Lord, folks. We are coming down with him now for a final showdown. 17. Okay, leave it as it is. Amen. Now, Jesus says something here. Once we know the name of the Lord, then we know our names. The first family, their name was Adam. After the fall, Adam called Eve. Your name shall be called Eve, for you are the mother of all living. Are we together? They were called by the same name before the fall. But after the fall, they never shared the name. One was Adam, one was Eve. But Adam is the original family name. The whole family in heaven and the whole family on earth shall be called Christ. And when you know that the fall has happened is when the name of the husband is not the same name as the wife. And if he is Christ, the church shall be Christ. Uh, Are you with me? Jesus, uh, I think it's John. If I don't find it, I'll just leave it. I'll just hold it here. John says... Jesus says, I came in the name of my Lord, but you rejected me. But if anyone comes in their own name, you accept them. So in that note, the name, our name, is Christ. It reveals our nature. It reveals his nature. And on that note, God bless you richly. to our feet. Only believe, only believe.
believe that all things are possible.
life and preserve of mankind. Thank you. Father, this afternoon, Lord, indeed, you have been in our midst, Lord, to tell us, oh God, what a mystery we are, Father. We now know that our names have been written in the volume of the book, indeed, Father. Lord, God, we can read our names, Father. When we responded to the word, Father, the day you called us, we did not respond as John and Mary. We did not respond as Peter and Samson. We did not respond according to the names that our parents gave us. Hence, they are even subject unto change. If we feel like to change, we can go to the home affairs and change. Tell them this name, I don't like it. Because even when our fathers gave us this name, they never even asked Lord for our consent, Father. They never consulted us. For in that time we could not even know anything. They just gave us names as they felt. But God, when you gave us a name, you gave us your own name. That we can be identified by your character, Lord. That we can be known by your will, Father. That we can be known by your behavior, Lord. The things that we do are not of our own. Even when you came and became a man, you said the things that you did were not of your own. There is an identification that you bore. There is an identification that you move with. Father, we are glad this morning. Heavenly Father, we have heard such great things that we are being called the bride of Jesus Christ. The world do read, oh Father, the scriptures. We tell some people that there is a bride of Jesus Christ. They say there is nothing like that in the Bible. And yet we read and we see it, Father. Almighty God, they read the scriptures that say the whole family that is in earth and in heaven shall be named after the name of Jesus Christ. They do not know there is a family. Lord, Father, when you look like the prophet taught us in the family album, you are looking at us. Yes. You know there is a nature to respond. Thank you, The Father. deep did respond to the deep. Mm. And Father, we are knowing, Father, this morning that we have responded to this gathering of the saints. Mm. And we are happy to, the, to be part and parcel of this family of heaven. Whilst we are here on earth, we know that, Father, our spiritual man, someone is there in the heavens beholding the face of the Father. Almighty God, it is him that will never taste death. It is him that can tell the volumes of life from the Father. And Almighty God, when he comes down and Father, we are connected to him, Father, we begin to know our real name. Father, we thank you for just unveiling to us that we are part and parcel of Christ. Oh God, we are part and parcel of his loins. We are everything that means Christ. Almighty Father, she is him. What the prophet told us. Yes. We have been named him. Father, we are Adam and Eve. 
Almighty God, Almighty Father, taken back to be Adam again. Yes. Lord, we are happy, Father, that Adam, whatever he lost, has been restored back yes. to the bride. Yes. And the bride can never be anything but Christ himself on the land. Father, we are so thankful this, this afternoon. Almighty God, if there be some that have not known the mystery of their names, Father, if there be some that have not been connected to the supernatural and the spiritual being of their well-being, Father, I am praying this afternoon that you will visit them in a special way. Speak to them, O oh Father. When the preachers come and preach on this podium, Father, may you just reveal those names that they can get a glimpse of such a name. Father, we have testified to many people. We have heard, Almighty God, some saying this is heresy. They have walked away. Father, even the days when we came to the message, Father, there were some people that pushed over their benches and walked away. They say we cannot stand this. But we had something in us to say, God, oh, brothers, show us where these things coming from. Show us the church that can baptize us this way. Father, we responded in a way that we could not explain. Even now we can't explain. How we came in, we will not explain how we will stay. We will not explain how we will live this world. It's all but by faith as we believe that word. Father, we hand over our souls to you. We hand over the ministration of the word to you. We say, Father, as we depart from this place, may you lead us and guide us home. Protect us all the way. We are a mystery unveiling the Christ in our day. Father, we really need that protection from above. May you guide us and strengthen us. And we hope with all this, our faith that our patience will be rewarded in yes. some day to come. In Jesus Christ's name, Father, this afternoon we pray. Amen. Amen. God richly bless you. Amen. I was just thinking about how you came. It's just beyond men's comprehension. There's two brothers that we baptized. They were they didn't know much about the message or they didn't even know the message. But they just had the desire to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They were in as a CC church. And when they were there, they approached the priest and said, we want to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The priest said, no, we cannot do it here. But we know the church that can do it. It is there by opposite Protea Hotel. Go there, let them baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Once they have baptized you, come back. They came, we baptized them, they never went back. No man can take the glory on how you came. Only him and him alone can take the glory. Um, and he will make the stones to testify of his name. I have a father, and after you are dismissed, have a blessed week of what remains of it. And then on Wednesday, we'll be here at 6 o'clock. God bless you richly. How many have a maker? My life was in his hands. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
life was in his hands. He knows my name. Thank you, Lord, for the new name. Oh! 